0: Hello and welcome to This A for Life, Uh, episode three, I think we're up to, I can't believe we're back. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Who keeps letting us do this? I don't know. Uh, I'm joined by my, one of my co-hosts, Susan Cabin, welcome. Thank you very much. And look who's back in town, (laughs) Rachel Hibbert. I'm back, baby, fresh
1: off the beach.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, I just want to give a little anecdote. I went to watch the Carlton-Collingwood game at Icon Park on Sunday. As you do, you know, it was a late afternoon game. As you do, you go to the Great Northern and you have a pub meal afterwards. And who did I see? But Rachel, straight off the plane from Perth, looking quite disheveled. (laughs) What have
2: you got to say for yourself? My flight arrived at 2.35. The game started at 3.10. And of course I made it to Icon <laughs> Park on time. Um, I pretty much climbed over the people to get to the baggage claim at the Jetstar Terminal 4. Um, and then, yeah, of course, I had to get a, a pint of beer after the game at the Great Northern.
0: Well, it was an outstanding effort, Hibbs. Um, Thank you. Yeah. It was great to see you. I'm fragile. You, you weren't too communicative, <laughs> but I did see you. <laughs>
2: I was, was there in physical presence, but not in spirit. <laughs> so round two kicked off on Friday night. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Galentine's Day. Valentine's Day.
0: Yes. Melbourne beat the Bulldogs. Outclassed them. Outclassed. Did you watch the game, Hila? I did watch the game. And I know you watched the game, Caddy, because I watched it with you. We did watch the game together. Yeah. Have to confess we didn't quite make it out to Witten Oval. We were a bit scared off by the mm, old yeah. rain.
1: Thought we'd try out a few new locals instead to see Yeah, yeah the best Friday night football viewing arrangement.
0: Yes. Actually, send us in your tips, actually. We're Please. looking for pubs in the inner north that are good for footy.
1: That aren't the Great Northern. That aren't
0: the Great Northern or the Loman, because we've already been there.
2: Standard. <laughs> because you'll find a hibber loitering around the the bar at the Great Northern at ridiculous get hours.
1: Too, too distracted by the dogs at the Great Northern. Yeah, that's true. Got to focus on the footy. So Melbourne just,
0: they were just a class above, really, weren't they?
1: Yeah, I think 12 scoring shots to two really tells the tale, I think, for that game. The, the, the dogs just weren't in it at all, I think. Their first goal was came from a 50-metre penalty. Um, you know, that's the kind of game they were having. That was the only opportunity they really had. Yeah. Um, just completely dominated all over the ground.
0: Yeah. And just Melbourne, especially with Daisy kind of dictating terms down yeah. back now, they're just so experienced. I think they're like the second oldest list in the competition. I think you may have even perhaps gave me that tip on uh, that's that stat on Friday night.
1: Potentially. Yeah. I did have... A beer or two. <laughs> I like um, to make things up.
0: Yeah, and I, th- and I think the Doggies are quite a young team, so I think probably just experience oh. and experience in the conditions as well. Like, I mean, they were just controlling the ball so well it actually didn't even look wet when Melbourne had
2: it. Much to the Dogs' credit, they kicked straight. 2-0. <laughs> <Two> and <O. laughs> But, yeah, I agree. And I think it's um, one of the first times I've seen a really successful running game. In the wet as well, Melbourne really just ran the ball and used the weather um, to their advantage. Advantage. Are you jet-lagged, Hibba? Just a tad. (laughs) Okay, fun fact. Perth has a greater time difference to Melbourne than the westernmost tip of China has to Melbourne. That's wow. That is it. Wow. Wow. I would love it. <laughs> that is it. That's a stat and a half. I know. So, China is the only country to have one. Caddy's <laughs> lost it. China is the only country to have one singular time zone across. The whole country. The whole country. So, the sun's coming up at 2 a.m. at the westernmost tip of China.
0: There you go. Mm. I did not know that.
2: Yep. So, I've practically travelled further than the.
0: Westernmost point of China, but
2: who's is there
0: Would there be a West effect in the westernmost <laughs> point of China?
2: <laughs> I can guarantee a West effect. Maybe not a Brie Davy effect, but a West effect.
0: <laughs> Actually, well, maybe it is time to check in on your uh, your effects. Yes. Yeah. That well, there was the West effect.
1: We ignored them last week. That's we fine. You yeah. ignored me. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Yes. Let's just refresh. <laughs>
0: Um, the West effect. Yep. Observations after two rounds, Hibs.
2: Well, I have actually been to both games. Yeah. In the West over the last two weeks, so I was there for the Fremantle versus Geelong, in which case Fremantle beat Geelong. Mhm. So the, they beat the team
0: They had to travel west to the West. Mm.
2: Mhm. And then the Western Derby, mm-hmm. which I stand very corrected i kept calling it the derby but in wa it's no, it's the derby, derby. yeah so yeah. i just had to unposh myself mm. um so the western derby no one had to travel um but however
0: i'm going to jump in here because the west
1: coast traveled the week back, before
2: correct they went back in time
1: <laughs> did they come from the westernmost point of china as well or <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i think i th- I think the West has had an effect. Yes. What was the other one? The Brie Davy effect? Davie,
0: well, still, we don't know yet.
2: Well, I mean, she left Carlton and they lost.
0: But they did win in week one.
2: True. But not against Collingwood.
0: No. But she didn't play, so.
2: But it's the first time that Carlton have played Collingwood.
0: Since she's left. So, there's still an effect, you think? Um, uh, so, I think Brie Davy effect's still up in the air.
2: Yep. The third of my effects is the finals effect. And I don't think we can well we can't. We talk don't know about it yet. It. No. So put that on the back burner. Okay. Of. Um how
0: was the derby?
2: The fact that we had to line up to get in even after the siren had gone. The siren had blown to start the game and we were still lining up to enter the stadium. There was 35,000 people there and it felt like more. Mm. And it felt like I was at Etihad Stadium during a Western Bulldogs versus Hawthorne AFL-M game. Mm. There was that much gusto in the crowd. Um, People were into it. Yeah. It it was roaring success, except for the streaker. (laughs) (laughs) The Hang on. They were clothes, weren't they? This is the thing. She ran onto the field, but she had clothes on. Yeah. So is she just an intruder? Yeah. The streaker is someone who's naked. Yeah. Anyway, the lady in a shirt and pants with a Ground flag invader. <laughs> yeah. The pitch invader. The, the pitch invader um, who got tackled by Kira Bowers in the center square. Cuz she hadn't done enough tackling that night at all. No. But she did run straight into her. I'm not sure I'd pick Kira Bowers as the person to run into mm-hmm. either. So she obviously wasn't there to watch the football. No. Cuz
0: we didn't really didn't really catch that on the Old telecast.
2: I tell you what, she had a good run. She ran from one end of Optus Stadium to the other 50 before security had clicked on that she was even on the field and then ran a lap around the centre, the centre square Wow! before going through the middle of the ground straight into the welcoming arms of Kira Bowers. <laughs> who, again, is not a person I would pick to run into on the field.
0: No, no, not at all. But watching the game on TV, it looked like Frio were tackling so hard and like tackling to hurt. Mm. Is that what it was like?
2: It was. um, I don't want to use the word feral, but they'd unleashed something. Yeah. And I think a derby of any sort always brings out a little bit of Mm. extra gusto. But obviously over there, there's something a little bit extra, being the only two teams. Yeah, they, they were in it to win it. West Coast didn't really know what had literally hit them.
0: Mm. <laughs> Several <laughs> occasions from all angles. <laughs>
2: Everywhere.
1: Um, I would just say about that game, apart from the intensity and the pressure that Fremantle brought, um, Roxy. Oh. Shall we talk about Roxy? Yeah, we have oh. to talk about Roxy. What a I, superstar.
0: I just need to I need to mention uh, Gemma Bastiani, who is part of the Siren crew. She's one of mine. Co-founders. Um, she's had her eye on Roxy Roo since the national champs. So she is currently president of the Roxy Roo fan club. And we're just declaring now that we're all getting on board. Yep. Can yeah. Can you
2: please join? I'll join the committee.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I was pretty convinced after round one, but yeah. I'm like she was fully in the cult now. Unbelievable.
2: Mm. And for someone so young as well. Yeah. Just showed class well beyond... Her yep. age and and experience on mm. the football field. Um, I I love the the fact that my mates who'd never been to an AFL match AFLW match before turned up and immediately decided that they really liked that tall girl in the goal square. Yep. <laughs> after she took a couple of screamers and whatnot, and she yep. was oh, she was just something else. So she's
0: rising star nomination this week. Yep. And she's been nominated for mark of the week for the juggling mark she took in the well, in the forward 50 in the goal square. I think her mark on defensive 50 was better. She's just gotten a roost, one clunk, clean, mm. landed on her feet.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, like you've already mentioned here, but her, her maturity beyond her years and her ability to take a mark like that so confidently with such composure and just so cleanly was really impressive but you know not as spectacular as a juggling mark obviously
0: yeah i just like you could hear the clunk seriously Mm. it was just like a vice just Mm. one clunk it was amazing
2: landed like a cat yeah oh could watch that on repeat all day she was great she kicked two goals um
1: two goals zero but it's not just the goals is it No. no She's just creating so much opportunity in that forward line for Fremantle yeah. just by being there. Yeah, it's already it's the, pr- mm. the presence. It's
0: yeah, she's got an amazing presence. Yeah. Mm. So this is this is the second week running that I'm gonna apologise to Queensland footy for mm. for underestimating them.
2: I did you tip Gold Coast I, against Richmond? I did
0: tip Gold Coast. Okay. They were they were just great. Our girl. Oh. Jamie Shout Stanton out St- oh. Oh. just like you know she got cleaned up and she was all banged up and strapped up and she came back out and just did it again and again and again mm. and
2: first goal in AFLW so she's been a part yeah. of three teams yep. and finally got a kick through the big sticks which was so exciting um
0: I was reading a post match interview of hers um yesterday and she was basically given the role of shutting down Katie Brennan, but she got 20 touches herself almost and kicked a goal. Mm. Like, she just yep. – she shut her down and dominated. Yeah. was just great and just gutsy as well. And Gold Coast were, were great.
2: And I, I think that's also credit to the way that she goes about her football as well. It's not about the person that she's against or the team that she's on. It's about doing – what she needs to do to I suppose For the team. For the team, yeah. Mm. To to get up and around her teammates. Um, yeah, she had a huge, a huge task against Katie Brennan in the midfield mm. and just absolutely outshone.
1: Would it be controversial of me to say is Katie Brennan playing the cup of football that you need to worry about shutting her down? Or do you think mm. that she's been shut down well in the last two games? I'm not sure I still haven't seen yeah. maybe her best well yeah she's I mean, playing
0: I don't know. I mean, I think at the end of the day, she is an inexperienced midfielder. You know, she has played a lot of footy as a forward. Um, and Stano has has played a lot of footy, has played a lot of footy in the midfield, maybe.
2: Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's a very valid yeah. point, actually, Caddy. Yes, the, all the best footy we've seen from Katie has been as a forward. With the Western Bulldogs um, as that as that big target. So
1: that being said, her place in the midfield makes sense in a young team. You need oh, to get abs- the you absolutely. need to get the ball into the forward line, and mm. someone with her experience and um, skills and understanding of the game, I do understand why she's in there. Mm. But just wondering how other teams are viewing her going forward. Mm.
2: Yeah. they've got North next week. Well, this is my –
0: like, should we be a little bit worried about Richmond in their first year?
1: Oh, it's such a tough one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, they kicked two goals 10 on Saturday against the Suns. Yeah. So, they're getting enough of the footy. Mm. They just – it's the age-old problem in footy. Got to kick it through the big ones, as you said before. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to – I had high expectations for the Tigers in the first week. I said I thought they might be – the, one of the better expansion teams. Not really sure if we can really make that decision yet. Mm. But, yeah, the signs are looking like they have a few gaps.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, normally we'd say, you know, let's reassess at the halfway mark of the season, but that's only two weeks away.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it, it it's a really valid point um, with the expansion clubs as well, is what what do you expect from a, an expansion club? The first season – everyone was an expansion club and yep. we didn't know what to expect. So everything was exciting. And then this year, like the same thing, both Richmond and West Coast, for example, have got some really big names in their squad. You've got Dana Hooker in at West Coast, um, among others, um, and Katie Brennan and Mon Conti at Richmond. But it it is a team sport at the end of the day. And you may have experience up and down the field from AFLW players, but one person doesn't play every position.
0: Yeah, and it is how quickly you know you can you can gel as a team. I mean, you know, you could argue that Richmond did have the VFLW season to you know to use as a lead up. I don't know. But so, so did St Kilda. But there's again like West Coast, St Kilda, and Richmond haven't won a game yet. Mm. So they're they are. In the same boat, so it probably is really unfair to be just focusing and the on the Suns, have beaten Richmond, yeah, exactly.
1: So, yeah, let's revisit in a couple of weeks.
0: Mm. Um, the other Queensland team, obviously, the Brisbane Lions, or Bryans. as we've been asked to refer to them as the Bryans, shout out Moz and Tash. Oh,
1: that's new. Loving all the feedback, guys. Yeah, keep it up. Um, it's really useful.
0: It's really, it's very, very, very helpful. But I have to say, I stopped watching the Geelong Brisbane game at half time because I was trotting off to Icon Park, and Geelong had it well under control. Purcell was having absolute blinder. Oh yeah. Uh, and then I checked the score, and Brisbane had just rolled over the top of them.
2: Yes, but Brisbane just looked like they were gelling across every um, yeah. line of the field. Um, and, and, yeah, three goals
0: from Wardlaw, who is the other other rising star, rising star nom? nom. yeah.
2: Yep. I'm going to throw my Sophie Conway. Your
0: girl, Sophie Conway. Sophie
2: Conway. I kn- yep. knew she'd be back. Um, it was really exciting to see her just take on the game um, and do what we know she can do. Mm. Um, again, another really, really young player who has just, Kind of gone above and beyond her years and um, taken taken the game on. So, yep.
0: stoked to see her on the field. So, again, so Brizzy, uh, they play Gold Coast this week. Another derby. Yeah. Q a Clash. Derby. Do they call it a Q, Q Clash or something?
1: It's the opener for the boys. Is it really? I think so.
0: Hang on. Hang on. It's Let's not check. that early. Sure. Rapid Googling.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the girls will be doing an opener for the Gold Coast Suns Geelong Cats AFL M game. The you Pre season match. So a mm. doubleheader. Yeah. The first of the season. Cool. Oh.
0: I am going to put it out there, and I said so in a recent survey I did online for AFLW. I'm not a fan of doubleheaders. Why is this? I just don't like the crowd at men's games. I love the vibe of AFLW. I love the community feel about it. I would rather just pay to watch women play.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just not a fan. I just love watching footy. So the more footy in one place, the better in my mind. But I did just have to inform you both that the AFL men were starting this weekend. So perhaps I I have a bit more of an eye on it. Zero clue.
0: I had zero idea that it was, yeah, they should really work on their marketing (laughs)
2: I, I think I, I agree. I just love footy. Um, I don't care if it's AFLM, AFLW. Um, yesterday I spent my evening watching the North Brunswick women's team train on a random oval and I just had a really good time. So I don't really mind about the crowd. I understand the community feel of the AFLW is a completely different vibe to that of a men's game at a large stadium. Um, I wonder whether the venue has anything to do with it as well. mm Probably. Anyway, that's my feedback.
1: Touche. The more footy, the better. <laughs> Bring it on. But actually, I have no idea who's playing when. <laughs> Does anyone care about pre-season? No. Nope. Nah. No. Nope. Seriously. What but pre-season? Yeah.
0: I barely care about the actual season, but if Carlton make the finals, I am back on, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those. <laughs> no, I'm not. I, I've i done bloody hard yards, I tell you. Um, So, also Saturday uh, afternoon, North Melbourne comfortably accounted for GWS. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm just going to say Jess Delpos should be playing on the ball. (laughs) I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. The Giants just don't seem to be um, just cohesive yet or something. I don't know. There just seems to be...
2: I think it was actually a case of kicking straight. When you look at who was kicking goals and where they were coming from and set shots and all that jazz. North Melbourne were 6-1 to Giants 2-7.
0: Yeah, that's a fair point.
2: And you can see the difference there. GWS actually had more shots on goal from, you know, whether they're set shots or rushed or whatever, but literally hitting it through those
1: big sticks will get you a better score. I'm sensing a theme for today's episode. <laughs> get it through the big sticks.
0: Well, that's just Let's <laughs> just game, Let's just drill it down. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the game, isn't it?
2: Like they clearances, turnovers, intercept possessions everything it was
0: pretty even. They were even on. Yeah. What what are we what are we feeling? Just inaccuracy?
1: I didn't watch the game. I was busy walking around in the ferns somewhere in country Victoria. Oh, lovely. Yes, it was lovely. But having a look at the score and some of those stats, I don't think there's much to worry about for the Giants. I feel like that's been a problem actually consistently for them is kicking straight from memory, the last mm. few se- seasons as well. But I think it'll come, but I hope not too late. Yeah. Because mm. like we've already said a thousand times, you know, two ge- two games in, two losses down, it's already a big climb back yeah. for all teams in that position.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and, yeah, look, North were just, I mean, they're a quality outfit, aren't they?
2: North are just really good footballers. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> North, <laughs> are, like em. Good North are good at football. Good at footy. Um, they, I don't know, you just look at the disposals and who was controlling the ball. And, of course, when you've got Emma Carney and Jazz Garner and Bruton and Riddell and Gibson topping disposals, Yeah, they're going to win a game.
0: But I think, like, um, yeah, Sarah Black tweeted this. Uh, she's a AFL Media journo just, like, midfielders that can hit the scoreboard are just so valuable. And, mm. like, Jazz Garner, you know, she kicked two goals. You know, Purcell did for Geelong as well. Like, Stano as well. It just They're just so valuable to the team when, like, goals can be hard to come by in AFLW. Um, so, if you've got a midfielder that can, you know, do damage, it's, it's just invaluable.
2: Yeah, great, Al. <laughs> No, I agree, Elle. I think that's a very valuable
1: point.
0: <laughs> so, Sunday, Icon Park. Tell you what, Carlton, I'm really good at getting your hopes up. I'm off them again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Back to my roots of yeah. hating Carlton. Growing up hating Carlton. Yeah,
0: well. No, hate's
1: a strong word. I apologise. <laughs>
0: Not in AFLW. <sighs> um, but, yeah, Collingwood were good. They were good. They were really good. Mm. Stacey Livingston was played a blinder mm. collingwood hit
2: targets more often than not they won their one-on-ones mm. uh, and when the ball was moving over their head they were the first to it yeah and Shawnee layton layton did some really really good ruck work
0: yeah against a really strong ruck division in mm. Downey and, and moody yeah um but i kind of feel like collingwood did to carlton what carlton did to richmond in round one, like, they were just so well-structured mm. behind the ball and just picked off everything. Like, they just could not get past Livingston. Mm. And then if they did manage to get it over the top, then Ash Brazel was all over it.
2: Um, Yes, Livingston, do we do we talk about it? We have to talk about we it. Have <laughs> to talk about it. <laughs> Taylor Harris as useless. Comments, go. Well, first of all, I, I think the use
0: of the word useless was just – I don't think she meant it in that way (laughs) I think she you know Mm. so that's 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 one like so I think that
2: I might throw a a thesaurus
0: the the use of the word useless was poor but I don't think it it was any uh, malice in it but then I also spent a really long time working in a media department at a football club and I actually remember um a Carlton player Saying that Melbourne played bruise-free footy, <laughs> and that like it just didn't didn't go down so well. <laughs> so my kind of media management hat is coming on, saying oh, maybe just give us some little media training where you don't talk about your individual game, you defer yeah. to the team, and you never give the opposition any ammunition. But again, this is AFLW, so we do things differently. And I, I did, you know, I like that Taylor went back and, you know, because um, 7 AFL uh, tweeted the video and said, I hope Carlton and Collingwood uh, play each other in finals. And Taylor's re- replied, same. And I love that. Like that's a bit of fire. bit of fire. Yeah. yeah. What, did you, what did you think about it, Hima? Or you, what did you think about it, Caddy?
1: Um, I think it's great. <laughs> I just love it so much. What is there to hate about it? It's a bit of personality. Mm. It's like, let's think about how we talk about footy in the rooms, right? Mm -hmm. As coaches, as players. Yeah. That's how you talk about your players. You go, you know, it's just real. Yeah. And I I agree, like, media training is probably best for people (laughs) who are going to be on a microphone. Actually, where's my media training? (laughs) Oh, what have you done? (laughs) Take them away. That is a very valid point. (laughs) But I think that it's really, I mean, it's really harmless. Yeah. It's very harmless. And it's a bit of biffo. Yeah. And it, maybe if it, gen, and it and if it generates a bit of interest in the next time they play as well, like that's great. And um, I think perhaps it's hard to tell over social media, but people are taking things like super personally or not. But I think that um, it's all in the spirit of the game and she, Taylor was well beaten on the day and. That's just a fact. Mm.
0: Yeah. And I think we all know that she's very far from useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
2: I think it it was probably a comment that was made to her in the rooms before she got onto the field where someone, whether it be a coach or someone else, says, Now listen here, Stace, if you can nullify Taylor Harris on the ground and in the air, she's useless. It doesn't matter whether it was Taylor Harris or someone else on that football field. You nullify your opponent and they're useless. Yeah. So, it, I don't know, Jamie Stanton somewhat nullified Katie Brennan. Mm. So, I I, th- I just loved it. I was like, yes, let's l- see more of it. Mm. Yeah.
0: yeah. You don't think it – and I don't have an opinion on this. I'm just posing it as a question. But you don't think it distracts from the game?
2: No.
1: No. No don't think so, it's, it's all also part of
2: the game. exactly, and it's not a personal attack, it's as we know, as soon as you step onto that football field, you're one person, and when we step it step off the field were another. I know um, Emma Carney and Alicia Eva have been teammates in the past and there was definitely some lip going on.
0: Oh, they were at each other (laughs) all game. But
2: I can imagine when they step off the field and they're doing a photo shoot for their Mm. team's colours or whatever, they shake hands and they smile and they have a bit of a laugh. So, same thing goes here. Um, More.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Wasn't there a bit of biff in the derby?
2: There was so much biff in the derby. Uh, At
1: halftime.
0: Yeah. Kelly, was it
1: Kelly Was it Kelly Gibson? Oh, yes. Kelly
0: Gibson loves it, loves yep. a bit of a stash. But I love that too. Yeah.
1: Like it's great.
2: Yeah. In saying that, I was made aware by another um of my friends who plays AFLW that every team was given a chat before the start of the season about the spirit of the game and that certain things were going to be blown for during games if they were to occur. For example, pushing people off the ball inappropriately um, or answering back to umpires they're trying to stamp it out well i can understand
0: answering back to umpires that's not in the spirit of the game mm-hmm. absolutely but the push pushing
2: shove. inappropriately yeah it was in the what fourth quarter that,
0: what is that just like a you know the umpire gets a vibe or
2: <laughs> something a bit that of right? a gray area that's well, interesting. I know. So I'd love to know the definition and, and probably read a document that the AFL have produced yeah. about it. But I was shocked when a few free kicks in the Carlton Collingwood game when no one... Knew what they were for. Well, they the players didn't answer back. Whereas everyone yeah. in the crowd was going, mm. what was what? that for? Mm. Whereas the players have been told, you do this, you get pinged.
0: So the last game on the weekend... Adelaide rolled over the top of Saints. St Kilda. Great Saints game. were really great. Great game. Of
1: great football. game. I yeah. really loved it. That Peter Searle effect. Yes. It's a thing. It's a thing. How impressive was St Kilda. Yeah. So was
0: the Daisy Pierce effect. Yep. Yes. PS, but yeah. yes.
1: They held their own so well. I know the crews are a bit down on numbers at the moment, but still have a very... I think I read an article, 14 premiership plays on the field yeah. on the weekend. So, yeah. And St Kilda did really well. Mm. Just got rolled over in the last quarter, which I've already gone on and on to tell about this. But Courtney Gum, I think oh. she changed the game in that last quarter. She was so influential. Her impact was just, I think, it, I really do think it, it won on the game. That one-handed grab, oh. running backwards...
0: In the middle of the ground, in the corridor, if she drops it, it's a turnover, possible score against. Oh, my goodness.
2: Gutsy. (sighs) Courtney Gutsy. (laughs) I've lost it.
1: It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Anyways, just wanted to flag that. um, I thought that was a really impressive performance by both teams, but particularly St Kilda, I think, actually. Really holding their own against the premiership. Completely oh, agree. The, yeah.
2: The, they're they're the the premiers. reigning premiers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the people with the cup. Yeah.
1: Those guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So, footy tips.
1: My mm. favourite part of the night.
0: Now, I was uh, <clears throat> going to reveal something about myself here, but I was re-listening <laughs> to the first episode.
1: <laughs> Jesus, Al. <laughs> during the week. You listened again? What just, are you listening
0: for? Just quality control. I haven't listened to anything. Yeah, I know. Are You're listening on my behalf? Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> and I falsely gave you an extra tip. I thought in round one that you tipped the Bulldogs, but you had, in fact, tipped St Kilda. So, you, in round one, only got four. Caddy and I got three. We're That's back,
2: baby. Winning
0: this week, I got five. Five. So, I'm on eight. Caddy, you got three. Yes. You're consistent. on six. I'm
1: going to stick with three or six. Hiva,
0: how many did you get?
2: I doubled, Caddy.
0: You I got, got six. six. Right. Oh, so, she's on rigged. ten. So, it is actually still rigged.
1: Oh, shit.
2: Yeah. I've actually got the sports almanac <laughs> <laughs> from 2025. From Perth. <laughs> from <laughs> birth. You travelled. You came you back in time. time
0: travel through time to perth
2: i've come forward i've picked up the sports <laughs> almanac from melbourne gone back to WA, the most western
0: point of mm, china yep
2: correct and you <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's all becoming. and but you're dropping a couple on purpose so it doesn't look too obvious sus. yeah
2: <sighs> i should i should be putting bets on but that's irresponsible well, Very it's irresponsible all
0: becoming clear now um So, round three kicks off on Friday night at Moorabbin. St Kilda taking on Melbourne. I am tipping Melbourne. But I think it's going to be a close one.
1: I'm going with Melbourne. Melbourne look really good at the moment. Yeah. But how good will actually a Saints-Melbourne game at Moorabbin, there will be a crowd there. Oh, yeah. And there will be pretty even crowd so yeah. that'll be great atmosphere
2: yeah i'm also tipping melbourne
0: on saturday at witten oval it's the annual pride game make sure you get there it is the western bulldogs taking on carlton um i am tipping the bulldogs cuz carlton you just keep breaking my heart
1: Oof. <laughs> I saw, no, that, te- I saw A little was, tear coming. No, down. that
0: was very dramatic. No, <laughs> I got actually got a blood nose again. <laughs> actually, no, I actually just think the Bulldogs will win because uh, oh it's, no. it's a win, but it is a tough one. I, you know,
1: as an expert tipper who gets her tips right all the time, <laughs> I can't. I'm gonna go the Bulldogs. I, Carlton's burned me. Yeah, I, I think I got too excited, mm-hmm. so I'm going back to yeah. where I was.
2: I'm going to tip Carlton, and it's largely because I think there will be some serious fire in their bellies. Mm. I know that the Western Bulldogs will also be out to get the win, but I just think there's a bit of grunt in Carlton this week.
0: You heard it here first from Hibber. (laughs) Next game on Saturday, Q Clash, Metricon Stadium. Gold Coast Suns versus the Bryan's, <laughs> Brisbane Lions. <laughs> That's the last time I'm going to refer to them yep. as the Bryan's. Let's cut that out. The Bryan's is not working
1: for me. <laughs> no,
0: I'm tipping Brisbane. You can't. I, I can't. I can't go past Brisbane.
2: Mm-mm. I agree. Brisbane for me. Oh, oh. this is going to be a
0: great game. Oh, Fremantle Oval Dockers v Collingwood. I am on the Dockers.
1: Dockers are oh, surely the form team right now. Oh. I cannot fault them. No. I and really can't.
2: And that West effect? <laughs> well, they haven't left Perth <laughs> yet. No, but Collingwood have to fly. No, that's yes, what I mean. Like, yeah.
0: The West effect will
2: affect Everyone else. Yeah, I think. And Roxy, Roxy, <laughs> Roxy.
1: We want five from Roxy this week. Oh, no Not pressure. Much.
2: Yeah.
0: No pressure. Okay. On Sunday out at Blacktown, what weather will we have? What will we
1: have? It's a mystery Snow.
0: 43 or probably both tropical storm. Um, giants take on the West Coast Eagles. I'm gonna say the giants, I just uh, they need to
1: win. Yep, yep, I'm backing in the giants here. It's their time, it's their time to get a win on the board. I West agree. Coast haven't been overly impressive just yet, but and they're been... Going across, across the yeah. sea, across <laughs> a bit of travel, seas. yeah, yeah. A bit of travel. They're getting flung around Australia. Yeah,
0: mm. yeah. Um, uh, Sunday afternoon, at Icon Park, three ten, Richmond. It's their home game. They're playing North Melbourne. I'm going to tip North Melbourne. I, they're just so they're just they're quality all over the park. Uh, you can't go past them. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah. North. I think they might be starting to. Get going now, um, and I think Richmond will find it really hard to stop.
2: I also agree. I think once North find their feet and their form, um, they're really, really difficult to beat across the park. So uh, I I can't wait to to see their their best is yet to come. I think, and I think at Icon Park as well, they'll be um, yeah re- really difficult to beat.
0: Mm. And the final game of the round at down at Geelong GMHBA Stadium. Uh, Geelong take on Adelaide. This is a tough one. In my heart, I just I have to I have to stay with the Cats. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tip Geelong. I reckon they can they can turn it around.
1: I'm going with the Crows I think I I have concerns about Geelong. But that being said, they have played the two probably informed teams of the comp. So yeah, I'll reserve my judgment for a little while longer. But um, I think the Crows. My head says
2: one thing and my heart says another. Um, I'm going Geelong. I think at GMHBA Stadium they tend to play some really, really good footy, and I'd love to see them pull that out this week um, against
1: the Crows. I'm excited to go down and watch the game. Actually, I've yeah. never watched a game down in Geelong,
0: so it's a really Really nice stadium. Yeah.
1: It's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: It's big.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hopefully the Geelong crowd get behind their team. They are a passionate bunch in yes. Geelong. Mm. Well, I think that's
0: almost all we've got time for. But do you know what I like?
1: What's that, L? I
0: I like iTunes reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Be careful what you wish for, Al.
0: And – I just want to give a little shout out to Dave 2718. <laughs> He's left us a beautiful review and I'm going to read it to you. It says knowledge and passion. The new lineup are ace and I'm looking forward to the AFLW season with the help of this AFL life to keep me up to date. Oh, Dave, bless you, Dave. Thank thank you for your beautiful review. And I would love to read a brand new review next week. If anyone is game. Be game. Be game. But we hope you enjoy round three and we
2: will see you next week. For the preview of the (laughs) (laughs) mid-season games. Thanks for having us, Alison.
1: Yes, thank you for this late night podcast. I just need to put one last shout out to my housemate Sarah, who likes to listen to us to go to sleep. Oh, she gets very confused and thinks I'm in her bedroom when I'm in <laughs> fact in my own bedroom. It's all very confusing. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: sweet dreams, oh, Sarah. Sweet dreams,
0: Sarah. On that note, uh, we are out. <laughs> so yeah.